I've had an abortion. I'll speak about that openly. I was 19 years old. I still sit with the grief of that. I sit with the shame of that. It's very nuanced. It doesn't mean if we make that choice, it doesn't mean we're happy about it. But at least we had the opportunity. I didn't have the funding to take care of a child the way I wanted to. I didn't have the opportunities that a lot of these people have to take care of their kids. Where you basically invalidate the point of view that me and millions and millions of other Americans have with respect to this issue, which you just say this is all about choice, all about a woman's right. No, it's all about the life of a little baby. And, and you can invalidate that and say that that doesn't matter. But to millions of Americans, it does matter. And it's not that we hate women or want to violate women, but we truly do care about the life of that child in the womb. And, and we think a good society protects well, those do you Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the second episode. I can't believe we actually did two. All right. I'm David Walker. Dennis Dixley. And I'm Hiltrude Walker, also known as BB. <laughs> and today we are going to get into it. Oh, this is a hard topic, a very hard topic. You know, this is one that's been debated throughout the ages, throughout the centuries, and now it's our turn. And my answer may surprise you because I often hear that. But you got to hear me out now. We're talking about pro-life, pro-choice. And what does it mean to us as people who gets into the Bible and read the Bible and this, that, and the other. Now, I am always amazed at a lot of things that I hear. I wish I would have did more research for you. I apologize. But there's a lot of things that they say in the world that God believes in, that God trusts in, but there is no merit to it. Meaning, it's just what you hear all the time. If you want to add up some scriptures, you can get to that. But it's, it doesn't just say that black and white. And um, I know y'all asking me, like, for instance, what? And that's like, <laughs> that's why I said I'm sorry I didn't uh, do the research. But like uh, some denominations believe you can't get cremated. They think that's a sin. You can't just do that to a body because it's God's body. You ain't got it right. No, that's just one thing. Um, an another more uh, touchy one is the suicide thing. Mm -hmm. You never read that in the book that Jesus just said, hey, you know, of course, life is gave by God, this, that, and the other, but we believe certain things just because they've been passed down through years and years and years, and we swear that it's in the Bible when a lot of things aren't. Now, all that being said, you got to follow me on this. I know y'all saying, well, you're a minister, you got to be pro-life. Well, I am technically pro-life <laughs> so what I mean is look I'm pro-life meaning I love life the child that you're having could be the next you know Nobel Prize winner to cut discover a cure for cancer but I'm and this is the contradiction to it all but I'm pro-choice meaning it's not my business I am going to, I mean, if, if somebody just stuck a camera in my face and a microphone and says, say something to the world, I will say I am pro-life. But I am not here to say I am going to make everybody do what I'm doing. I'm going to make everybody feel the way that I feel. Because what you cannot legislate in any society is morality. 
You cannot legislate the spirit of God. You cannot legislate morals. You can't do it. So you can force everybody to do what you want them to do. But that don't mean they're going to be the people that you want them to be. There's a difference. Now, for me, when God said, choose ye this day whom you will serve, you got to choose God. You got to choose God, not man, not man's ways. Not, but God always gave every, God never made anybody follow him or he would strike them dead. He never did that. Now, when I'm saying I'm pro-choice, I'm saying, look, there is tons of consequences that come with your decision. Tons of them, good and bad. And here's, I, I'm, I, I will tell you the bad consequences if you want to abort a child, if you want to do things as contrary to the word of God not do what God's lined up, but I'm not about to say you better do this because God doesn't, because God ain't even telling you that. Jesus told people to choose. He told the one man, go sell everything you want to follow me. He was like, I can't do that. He said, all right then. And he left. He didn't say, you better go sell everything and get on. What is that? That, that, that anger, that resentment, that hatred. I mean, people ain't, people will violate 30 scriptures just to say they're right about this one. And I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I know it's not popular, especially for a minister to say that. All I'm saying is, at the end of the day, I choose God. I choose life. I can't choose anything for you. I can't take a test for you. I can't lose weight for you. I can't grow uh, uh, taller than I am. I can't do that for anybody. You have your choice. I can't make you do anything, and I don't want to. I don't want you lying to me and yourself saying that you want to do something you don't. God is the only one that can judge you in the end, not me. Now, all the consequences that women have to have once they have abortions, most of them will tell you it ain't fun. Most of them will tell you they regret it. Most of them will tell you it's horrific. That's the consequences that comes with it. I'm not here to tell you what to do. There's pros and cons for everything. Lord knows I did things that maybe I shouldn't have done. Nobody was going to tell me, well, you shouldn't do this because of this, that, and the other. I just don't understand how people are so engaged in everybody else's life. Got a master's degree in everybody else's life and ain't even started high school in their own life. They violate scriptures trying to prove a scripture. I don't get that. People are people. If anybody who was pregnant came to me and said, Dave, I'm thinking about getting an abortion, I would minister to them. I would try to talk them out of it. But at the end of the day, guess what? It's not my choice. I'm not saying go willy-nilly, throw a party, and everybody do what they want to do. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying at the end of the day, God gives you a choice. Who am I to take that choice away from you? Choose ye this day whom you will serve. I would pray that you would choose Christ. I would pray that you would choose life. But if you don't, what am I to do about that? The blood is not going to be on my hands. I'm going to do everything I can to pray for you, to help you, to try to, you know, find an adoption. It's, it's so many different things. But in the end, how can you force someone to do something that they don't want to do? Okay, that's tough. Okay, which one of y'all want to go next? <laughs> oh. So, 
I'm kind of on the same page as far as choice. I don't... I don't... You don't want it to happen. Right. I don't want it to happen. I don't think abortion should be um, an option necessarily that people would go towards. But I don't want to be the one to make that determination for somebody else in their life. It's just, you know, just like Jesus gives us choices. I'll minister to the person. I'll pray with the person. I'll support the person. I do everything in my power to change their mind about getting an abortion. But in the end, I don't feel it's right for me to make that choice for them. I don't think it's right for the government to make that choice for them. It is a hard decision. It is a lonely decision. And when you're in that abortion clinic, you're by yourself with people who they do this every day. And to them, they just do it. But to you, it's no, it's it's life changing. It's an emotional scar that you live with the rest of your life. It's not you don't wake up the next day and be like, oh, well, here we go. Let's go live. No, that's that. It's a torment that just hangs in your brain for the rest of your life. Period. Period. You will wonder what would this child have been like? Would it have been a boy or a girl? You know, all of the uh, just yeah. things you just don't even think about. And even, then even if you're at like a store and somebody yells "mommy," yeah, sorry. that'll that'll that'll, that'll just drive a, a, a right. It, and it it's does. It, it's always there. It doesn't go anywhere. And that's one thing that you know people don't necessarily know mm -hmm. when they go in to get one. You know, they don't know. The doctors certainly aren't going to tell them, and the nurses and the staff, but. Again, you know, there's got to be some kind of support. We could stand on the sidelines and, and hold our signs up, you know, about don't get the abortion, don't get the abortion, and all this other stuff. We have to offer an alternative. As the church, we have to offer an alternative. We can't point the finger and say, well, they voted it in and they did this and they did that. No. What are you doing? What right. are we doing? Right. Are we standing in the gap for these people? Like providing center center right. from across the street throwing more condemnation on no. people than they already feel. They're going to need in that situation. They need counseling. They need follow up. They need a handhold through the whole, the whole time. If they choose to, to to have that baby, which please, Lord, let that be the choice. Yes. They're going to need someone with them the whole time. Not just in that moment where right. you're saying, hey, don't do this. This is wrong. God, you know, did all this and that. And abortion is murder. And and then you walk away and then they, they got nine months. Right. And, and then, then a lifetime. Right. Then they, then they have a child that they can't really help. And the child is crying all night. You sleeping in your warm, fuzzy, cozy bed. Yeah. While they're over there suffering, can't sleep, don't know where the next meal's coming from and everything else. But you had to tell them they was a no good sinner. You had to jump yeah. on their case. And to me, man, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's you gotta, just not right. You got to have, well, you got to have wraparound support for the person and in a direction because obviously yeah. they don't. Well, you know, before much. Dennis jump in here, um, it's kind of like when you say a prisoner, an inmate, you have already dehumanized them. You have already said that, well, they're in jail. They must have did something wrong. Well, let me remind you that Jesus was in jail. Martin Luther King Jr. was in jail. There's a lot of great people who went to jail for no fault of their own. Just because the evil people wanted their way and they wanted to get them out of the way. 
And it's like when a woman gets pregnant, oh, she was just out there having sex and didn't care. And now she want to get an abortion as a form of birth control. You don't know that. You don't know that. But yet that's how you treat every last one of them as if it's just one big day. And then, you know, somebody said to me something to the point of, uh, you know, um, oh, they're all happy. Trust me. You ain't through. You ain't getting no abortion and then throwing some party saying, "Hey, I had an abortion." You ain't doing that. You ain't doing that. That is not a happy moment, ever. I've never heard of it. And people say it happened. That's funny. Uh, I watched. I, I'm on TikTok. I ain't seen no TikTok video where they're just jumping up and down. And people say these things to paint heinous pictures in your mind to try to get you to go to what they believe the case should be. But where's all that condemnation coming from? It's nothing but condemnation. As if we haven't done anything wrong. Because to be clear, sin is sin. You lying is the same as you committing murder. To God. Not to man, to God. A sin is a sin. You want to place one value of a sin over another. God ain't doing that. So why should you? That woman having an abortion ain't no different than you lying to your husband, you lying to your wife, you disrespecting your kids and beating them for no reason. It's all the same. A sin is a sin. Okay, I'm going to pass it to Dennis now. <laughs> okay, yeah, I had a lot of time to put some thought into this and um, listen to what you guys said um, really helps me to um, better understand my point to the degree that I don't know how many different countries actually allow allowed abortion gave people the choice mm -hmm. um, but then it's also denied an idea that I that I was thinking of as to who has the choice and I wanted to say it was just the women I wanted to go down and beat these women down the street and say it's all on you all but it is not because I feel that the women since time and I'm gonna go here we're talking about the Bible right mm -hmm. have always been women <laughs> yeah and in the process of being a woman a woman not a girl mm -hmm. You go through your life, and without a man, there's no judgment on you. As old as you get. Uh, you go through your uh, 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 physical uh, 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 attributes of your life every day, every month, if I can say that. And there's no judgment on you. But if I go to the man, and I... Did I mention this to you, uh, the 38th chapter of uh, Genesis, the Judah and Tamar? Yeah. Tamar. That was right. Judah and his son's uh, 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 wife, and, the, and and he was evil when God killed the first son, mm -hmm. and then, well, and then the second son, Judah wanted him to go in to, to Tamar, mm -hmm. and he refused to honor her, right. and God saw it as evil. Mm -hmm and end up taking his life. Mm -hmm. And then I got to thinking, how much of the responsibility that is put on women is reverted back to men? Because if the life is in the man, 
per se. Okay? The men need to make a better choice. If we're talking about the Bible, or who he wants to make his wife. Now, morally speaking, in America, we do not have that upbringing no. universally no. when it comes to God and the ways of God to be fruitful and multiply. Right. Um, come together, man and woman. Man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Mm -hmm. And they both will agree that in their unity, they're going to have a family and that's going to be a good thing. Right. So then you're not talking about the uh, abortion thing because it's not going to cross either one of their minds. It will be more like in the Old Testament. The family that had, uh, excuse me if I can go, I don't have a, a particular scripture. But there was a man who had 30 sons. <laughs> and they, and they, they ruled 30 towns and they rode 30 donkeys. You see, it, 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 there's no take back from what God said be fruitful and multiply but we as men if we were brought up in a better society or moral, moral uh, uh, way to if we would choose better to who, who we would inseminate which would be our wife who agrees on the word of God to be fruitful and multiply no, I'm not talking about no far-fetched thing. This is this is this is this is the reality of it all. What if we as men chose better and did less of just running around and just picking any old body who you you, 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 you see where I'm going? No, 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 a perfect society. Of course not. But I am talking about the problem that we have when you want to say that who is the one out there choosing and causing the sin? Women. It's the women who are, like you said, that's in these uh, 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 situations and they, and you, you're seeing with the signs of, I have a right to choose. I don't want the government choosing for me. It's the women. Well, who put her in that situation? She didn't happen in that situation herself. It was a man. Oh. Uh, 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 uh. No. <laughs> no. Hear me. See, no. See, if you don't want to, if you don't want to put the have the responsibility on a the man, then I'm telling you, you are being outside the word of God. Well, I'm telling you. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. I'm almost done. Okay. <laughs> Please, did I finish? I'm okay, almost yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm almost done. Go ahead. Because I still say, even at that. Even in the wrong part of, of the situation, not every woman is making that decision on her own. I've heard of young girls being pushed by their parents. Mm -hmm. What happened to you? Mm -hmm. Now the boy came and the two of them got together and they decided. But that's because of the ignorance of the word of God and the, and, and the, and the immorality of their playing uh, adulthood and they weren't ready. The, 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 the choice they made wasn't good. Right. I can see other men telling their women, oh, not, we're not kids, but I don't want this, and I'm going to make you go and do this. So it's not always the woman's choice. 
Sometimes they're being pushed, provoked, and encouraged to do this. So I'm just saying, uh, just one little avenue that I came up with, and that's not the idea of 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 um, putting all the blame on one or the other, but I see it is a society societal problem based on a lack of uh, morals, mm-hmm. on biblical scripture morals, mm-hmm. and the and the world is in this mess. So you're going to get what we got. Right. Because of sin, right. and because of of uh, of what we have, and um, people are gonna like you say, you can't fault them. You gotta give them their. You gotta give them their freedom to choose. You gotta give them the freedom to, to choose to be with each other, and choose if they're gonna um, deal with the consequences one way or the other. But one thing that just trips me out more <laughs> than anything else is um, when, and I ain't picking on women. <laughs> When the woman stands up and says, and they say, are you going to get an abortion? And she says, no, 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 I'm a Christian. I'm not getting an abortion. Well, if you didn't get an abortion, you wouldn't have sex either if you were a Christian. You know what I mean? Because the Bible is clear, you know, about fornication, about doing this, that, and the other. And so it's like everybody wants to pick up the Bible and have a line item veto. They just want to cross out what they don't want. But half the situations that we find ourselves in that aren't any good is because we wasn't listening to the Bible in the first place. Now, I ain't saying it's a woman's fault. I understand it takes two. But all I'm saying is... There are like 30 plus forms of birth control for women in like maybe five for men and you know that's I that's why I don't believe like when they just used to start handing out condoms left and right and I'm like you're giving a green light to something you don't want to happen you know what I mean because like you said it's a moral decay back in the day if I mean here in this in the, because you know you was bringing up the Old Testament you know and of course that's a different culture different customs back in the day you know what I mean not even in the states and then you know when you get here back in the day if a woman got pregnant they made her leave town for a while oh where's where's so-and-so oh she's visiting her cousin in 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 tallahassee and really she got pregnant she went off had the baby and then came back and got back into her life because she wasn't married because she wasn't married right there was a shame to it there was a you don't do these type of things to it and now my god in heaven they just pop them out like Tic Tacs. They don't even care. They just didn't wear. And it's like three kids, three different dads. And I'm thinking, look, uh, a man is going to take a shot. A woman's job is to be Makembe Matumbo. Block that shot. Wag that finger. Not in my house. That's what she know, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying. You see what, you no, see, no, 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 because that's biological. But no, that's you, on the, you see why my, why my thought was for the man to be a better... A better father, man. To be a better man. Right, to be a better man. Fathers need to say, son, don't you do that. And and, and, and hopefully... also help encourage uh, them both. Right, understand and, and their daughters. To be, parent, to be respectable to each other before time that way you, these things don't happen right because right. like B my wife here she preached a message once 
about um uh um the guy David had killed Uriah Uriah's uh wife Bathsheba mm -hmm. and how she went from being the one and only to one of many. Mm -hmm. Now I know that's a completely different situation because David was king, and if you said no, you probably died. You know what I mean? You know because the king was the king, and the whole pressure and all that kind of stuff with high up and hierarchies and everything else. But that's the same way women—they don't necessarily, our society and culture don't push that. They push, hey everybody, just do whatever you want to. Every TV show, every movie, everything that they're doing, man, it's just perversion. And it's trying to make, you know, uh, uh, this stuff seem so pleasurable and innocent. And everybody's doing it. Why don't you? And I'm like, you don't need all that. Because, like, when I started making movies, I told God, look, I'm not going to be having men and women all on top of each other. I'm not swearing every five minutes. I'm not doing that. In my movies, I'm not doing that. Because it's not necessary. And then I, this one lady from Cleveland hired me to do her movie to direct it and she was like oh sex sales i'm like no it don't <laughs> who told you that oh sex sales sex sales no it don't because you know the most iconic movies you have ever seen in your life whether it's rocky whether it's uh i don't know captain america the winter soldier all these movies that that are iconic is and when you walk out of it you ain't thinking about a scene from a man and a woman getting it on that's not what sticks out most in your mind. And it shouldn't. Because it's not that important. It's really not. But the fact that now, on most TV shows, you open it up. I remember one time I was watching The Dead Zone. <laughs> Me and my wife used to sit here and watch The Dead Zone together. And, you know, we had like a DVD thing back when they had these circle things called the, yeah. So, we was, I, I put one in the uh, disc. And it came on. And the first thing that was on the screen was a stripper on the pole. B walked in. She was like, what in the world are you watching? And I'm thinking, I heard that. Oh, no. <laughs> because now, no matter what show you put on, that is the first thing they hit. And we are being programmed to mess up our lives. By the, the constantly things we see, every music, all the music you hear, ain't nothing but about my girlfriend, my boyfriend, I messed up his car, I jacked up uh, uh, his face, I did this, you know, and I'm pregnant, you better pay my money. All this stuff, saying nasty, heinous things. Everybody's being programmed to dig into that life without even bothering to sit in there. If he just stood still for a minute and said, well, how'd it work out for her? Oh, it didn't? how to work out for her oh it didn't even that life alone will show you that's not the route to go your best friend got pregnant in school in school she's only in the 11th grade she's still in school she's pregnant she can't go out with you she can't go on this job fair thing with you she can't do anything she can't even go to the football game because she's pregnant and that alone is a witness to you ain't going to get too far if you keep doing that. And I don't understand. I just think that we are just so programmed, like you said, to do the wrong thing by society because they benefit off that. If you're talking about following the money, you follow that money. 
You know what I mean? If everybody did what you suggest is to be more moral, more centered, more godly, you know how many places would just drop out of business? Because trust me, divorce is a business. The courts is packed. Lawyers is making money. Okay? It, it, no matter, I mean, and you're talking about babies. Oh, my goodness. I, I had a second point. Okay, good. good. I'm not no, going to no, bring no. it up until B. Oh. Oh, I can bring it up. Go ahead. <laughs> Real quick then. Because I didn't want to really touch that subject. I knew you were going to. I saved that for you, especially. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. You know, I it was going to. Yes. But there was another point also to be made, also, which was even in the family, like you said, even in the church family, there were still, like you said, contraceptives, mm-hmm. which is a choice. Yes. On life. Mm hmm. And those interfere with the God. fruit. Yeah, right. the fruit to be fruitful. That's true. And that's in marriages. That's true. So that is also a choice that's being made by both of them together, or he has to deal with it because she says that I'm going to be, or the other way around, mm-hmm. which I do not want to mention, but it is not something that can be avoided but the men are getting clipped yeah huge and the reason why i didn't want to mention it is because uh um whatever but i'm bringing it up because it is a part of the fact mm-hmm. that it is happening it's been happening that i've known of for um a while that i've known of mm-hmm. and it's always been a shock to me and um, but that is uh, the the other point I wanted to make that when it comes to um, the the choices that are being made, mm-hmm. um, the contraceptives to whatever mm-hmm. is like well, like the other point you just made, big business. It is. What, what happened? But you, if we decided not to go that route, man, and, and, right, and, and become a better society. So, do you think one of the reasons why women want to say? my body my choice is because they feel that that's the only choice that they have yes you know what i mean because it, it puts them in a serious power position when you are in the situation that you are in you have no other choice to make but your choice yeah and if you don't have the right to choose one way or the other which the option is there when mm-hmm. it was there then um then yes then um You've taken an immoral society, Mm -hmm. allowed them to go out and do whatever they want. Right. With the option to fix and clean up some of the mess. Yeah, but here's the kicker. That fix and clean up the mess, it don't don't extend. And that's our opinion, Dave. No, no, no. That ain't science fiction. That's science fact. Dave, but that's still our opinion. No, look, I I agree. Nobody (laughs) should be going around putting the lime in a coconut. And they ain't got no business putting no lime and no coconuts. I'm talking about the idea of how bad it is based on based on the idea that there's a, if there was a law, mm-hmm. that's a man's law. You can do, Back then, there was a law. They're trying to undo the law now. Back then, there was a law. You had a choice. You could choose that yeah. by law. Right. And you can't take that away Sorry. from a sinful person because that's all they know. Right. 
You can't and put, like I said, and I, we can't put the Bible on them because they chose not to. And I, I, I hate to really, <laughs> I, I, no, right, but right, I, I, I hate you to really go fair. there because right, because you know you this said, is let them do what they're going to do, right, and, and, and you just he'll, he'll, he'll take care of it later. But it's kind of like the woman <laughs> is, but once a woman gets pregnant, she has the ultimate power over the man she's with. You know what I mean? Over you know just the truth now i'm not saying because you know hormones go crazy and people don't think straight sometimes and everything else but if the man says man i ain't ready to be a dad and she says you shouldn't have laid down with me in the first place mm-hmm. she right now he is completely out of whack now maybe that's fair Fair. Maybe that's fair. Fair. Did I say that loud enough? Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's fair because you know it. Right. Right. And that when you say guys were getting clipped, right? We talking about guys were getting clipped. You you absolutely right because you made a bad decision. I mean, we got guys at the plant. Me and Dennis work together, by the way. We got guys in the plant, man, who've got to pay so much money in child support because they made bad decisions. And it's like you say, well, well, you just don't want me having no fun. No, God wanted you to have a paycheck for you. <laughs> but you decided to work and give it to someone else who you don't even like, who you had odds with, because you didn't want to do things in God's way. and in order. Right. In decency and in order. You wanted to go to a bar, which I do not get. Let's go to a place where everybody is acting up. They're drinking something that's going to make them act like they don't normally act and hope for the best. I don't understand that. That's like they'll say, "Hey, let's go play hopscotch in the minefield." <laughs> I don't. I, no, no, I'll stay home. Thank you. You know, uh, I think UPS is hiring. I'll, I'll go see if I can get another job somewhere. But maybe you know, I think that is the best thing here is that the men are getting way. They have no choice in the matter. And you know what? I used to think up until right now. I don't like this podcast anymore. I'm changing my <laughs> mind on a daily. I, I used to think right now that, you know, it just wasn't fair from the man and the woman and this, that, and the other. But if the man is going to be the head of the household and then he gets with a woman that's going to hold him hostage, which makes her pretty much the head, then you know point blank period you're going opposite of Scripture. Now, all they're going to say is, yeah, the woman ain't say nothing. He probably beats her. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, no, it, 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 no, I'm just saying. He actually put so much of a burden on her by, by right. choosing her when she wasn't ready. Mm. Or by not having enough um, him being weak. Well, like I said, he, he was, was weak for whatever he, reason. For whatever reason, why, why, why he, why he put them both in that situation, he is still right. The one is the driving force when it comes to the life part. Like I said, a woman can go without a man many, 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 many years, mm-hmm. and never ever be considered wrong in what happens to her body until. Mm-hmm. A so man comes along from a man. Man, I don't like what's going. But a man going. has been charged. Yes, by God. Occasions, right. by God. So we got too many ungodly men running around doing ungodly <laughs> things. Yes, <laughs> no, yes. No, she I, would I, say that, I, ladies I and gentlemen. No. She would say that. We no, we, we got We know we're ungodly people because right. it takes two. Right, but we haven't let her say anything, and they're going to kill us if we don't. 
Well, it's not misogynist that Kevin loved me. It was just right. Well, I don't, chose I mean, to be silent. Yes, because she she does that, and they're going to think that's because you've been abused all your life. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. No, you can turn the furnace up if you want. It's only on sixty-three. No, no. Go ahead. I'm like. It's your turn. I'm cold. They want to hear from you. They don't want to hear from me. Um, well, the thing is, I mean, it seems like the conversation has gone to women who are women who are of age and can make the decision and the determination on their own what to do and which way to go, which is great. But the problem is the legalization of abortion. When you get rid of it, it affects across the board. So we're talking about rape. We're talking about incest, molestation, you know, young girls, 13, 14 years old, having babies by people who have taken advantage of them, and it, they're just not prepared for it mentally or physically, as far as that's concerned. So if we get rid of choice, it's going to take that part away, too. So then you have a 12-year-old girl who was raped or, or or molested and now she's having a baby by that person can't even wrap her head around life as it is and now has to wrap her head around this carrying a baby for nine months that was conceived in complete and total sin and and god help us in that situation um and it's not easy it's not an easy decision to make some um kids will have the support around them where they can say okay fine I'm not going to do the abortion we're just going to you know and then that support will help carry them through and then whatever they decide with adoption or keeping or whatever you know but we don't have that either so to take away choice to say well you know women abortion is wrong and you don't have that option and it's illegal now and god help you whatever situation you're in grow up and face it it's hard to put that on people who've been raped and, and, and children who have been taken advantage of. It's just not, it's not fair. It's not right. Um, if we had a program that would wrap around these uh, victims, then yeah, maybe we can go that route of making abortion illegal or however you want to do it. But then you're also, you also have to understand by making abortion illegal, um, they're going to do it whether it's legal or not, just like drugs, just like alcohol with underage drinking and everything else. They're going to do it. So do we say, well, that's their choice. It's their problem. You know, if they go in the back alley and they end up dying, bleeding to death, well, they, they made that choice. It goes back to making better decisions. So, I mean, the church has to step up and play its part in the whole thing with education with support with um proper training of their young people as they grow up you know you want to be what god called you to be you want to get the biblical training in there um and help them understand who they are in jesus you know and what their role is in this life and and to make the wise choices choose the right women choose the right men and then prayerfully, the abortion thing won't even be a thought in the future. But we have a lot to clean up right now because we've let things go by so far. That's just a, a complete mess. Do you believe, even in your statements, that 
the church can probably do better on the other side of the street. Absolutely. You, you know how the, how the church used to be on the other side of the street, yelling at the people with their abortion place instead of being in there, yeah, helping because you, yeah. understanding is is, is 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 a big part of helping. Right. I mean because yeah, blaming and and and, and terrorizing, sitting on the judgment seat, never ever ever did anything but no. promote more chaos. Right. Right. And I've seen churches who have have done that. They've 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 gone on the side of love and instead of standing across the street yelling and screaming, they've met them in the parking lot and said, hey, you know, you have other choices, you have other options. And that has made a huge difference. But unfortunately, you know, every church isn't like that. And every church hasn't stepped up to do that. Could you imagine all the churches in, in the United States of America? Um, if they had a program that did that, that had a certain section, you got the ones that go to the hospital and meet with the sick and the ones that go visit with the widows and the ones that provide, you know, backpacks and stuff for the children, you know, have that group for every church in America going to the abortion centers, going to Planned Parenthood, going to the schools, just loving on these young people and college students and, and whoever, you know. It might eliminate the second and third abortion in some instances. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm bringing that up because I, I know little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right. um, because um, we did say that this might be a, touch, a touchy situation. It is. But it's so huge. I mean, I, I thought about your point at one time, but then you reminded me of the point, And I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot all about that. Right. Sitting here. But yes, there it is such it is such a big conglomerate of issues that when it comes to pro life, pro choice mm-hmm. that you that you have so many instances when you go here or there or there, why it is the way it is, how to fix it, why it can't be fixed, how it can be fixed, how it can be helped. Um and it's like um Mm-hmm. Dude, we can pray about this also. But we have to be more on an understanding point and less on a judgment point, like right. we say when we come to prayer. Yeah. Understanding that we're not going to fix this person. We're not going to change the buildings right now or the, the doctors, whatever, whatever. They still have their jobs and they're going to have their jobs because there's still people who are going to be making that decision every hour, every day, every month. But how do we slow it down and get it to where you don't have to have a law to eliminate no. legal abortions? People just won't. It eliminates itself. Right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Abortion yeah. clinics across the country that? shuts God down. Wait a minute. If you can shut down the NFL, right. you can shut down. Right. Right. The ticker on the, t- the ticker on the TV would tell you, you're like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been one in what? 24 hours. Right. Yeah. Three and days. And how does that? That is all. <laughs> it all comes from love. Mm-hmm. Yes. It all comes from love. But it also, I mean, but the perversion of everything in this country um, that helps feed that phenomenon 
we have to also starve that out. You know what I'm saying? You also have to starve that because, you know, overseas, they do so much stuff. That's just unbelievable. And instead of us taking a page out of their book, because like TikTok overseas, it's nothing but educational stuff, period. Over here, you got people doing the craziest things, slapping people, doing stupid stuff. But they it, they do it under that what they that one thing called freedom of speech. Right, right. I don't I don't okay, I don't mind that. Yeah. Right. But but yeah, but but the thing is that's the whole gift of America uh, mm-hmm. is, is freedom. <laughs> well, let's for some. <laughs> for some, right. Right, because freedom ain't freedom ain't no now now that's a different podcast for a different day. That's a different podcast for a different day. <laughs> I don't want to get you started. Yeah, because you know, it's like uh you know, okay, Kanye West said that you know, when he, you know he's going through his big old thing with the Jewish community and everything else. And he said his Holocaust is Planned Parenthood because Planned Parenthood was uh, originally put in black communities so black women can get abortions so they didn't have to worry about their population rising. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you want to break things down to its molecular level and see where all this stuff started from and where and it's like they say by 2050, uh, the Caucasian community will no longer be the majority. And you see now how the laws is changing to, you know, fit a certain demographic and everything else. Whew. Um, that affects it all, too. Because even now I heard, like, uh, on, on um, the podcast that I listened to, it was talking about uh, the biggest thing. <laughs> and get this, this is crazy. The biggest thing is now they say that 30% of the women who are single are voting Democrat. And the Republicans is saying we have to chip into that number. So now they're saying if single women are voting Democrat, they're encouraging all the guys out there to go out and get married. As if that's going to solve their problem. But once women get married, they vote Republican. Married women, married men go for Republicans by double digits. But single women and voters under 40 have been captured by Democrats. They're also teaching our children in schools. So you have hardcore Democrat females in school with your kids for eight hours a day. We've seen the videos. We've showed you what they teach in those classrooms too. So there's a brainwashing pipeline that runs through women and children, and it's starting to show up on election day. So we need these ladies to get married. And it's time to fall in love and just settle down. Guys, go put a ring on it. You know what I mean? Get married, have kids to help us get in power to do what we want. And I just I just think that's uh that's just horrific to me. It sounds like careful planning. Oh, <laughs> don't, you know what? I, I tell you what, I tell you what, since we ain't going there to a while, I'm gonna go there for half a second. I give the man, I might have to cut this. I'm gonna give the founding fathers a lot of credit for crafting a document that kept one that kept a bunch of race of people in the dark for as long as it did. And don't get me wrong, we ain't out yet, but we come out slowly and slowly more and more because if you would have told them back in the day, you know, they're gonna be a black, a black president once, they, would, they, they wouldn't agree with you. Mm-hmm. They would say, not if we can help it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like the reason why, I see we're all off, you know, the abortion thing is an issue of population control for different communities. 
And that's why you see it so rampant in, you know, well, I, I can't even say that. I can't say it's more rampant in one than the other because it's not. It's just it's only broadcast from one side and not the other. Because every woman from every eth- ethnic race is, is, is getting abortions, mm-hmm. period. And after this podcast, I, I have changed my mind on a lot of things. I don't like changing my mind all the time. <laughs> so we might have to stop doing this for a while until I can get myself back to you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> because the woman having all the control and power that she do after, you know, she gets pregnant, it should be that way. Because the man made a bad decision. You can't say he's free to make all the bad decisions he can, run around and impregnate whoever he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants. And then he wants to say, well, I don't want you to have this child because it would burden me. Well, how about the burden that you don't put on the, the whole country, the whole society, the whole city, the whole nation, always giving all money and welfare and all this stuff comes from a lot of men making a lot of bad decisions. I don't care if alcohol was involved or not. The fact is, you made a bad decision. I know that sounds hardcore, but... Accountability. Right. And this was one thing this freedom does that you talk about, you know, freedom of this, that, and the other. They want the freedom to come with no accountability. I have every right to look at my wife right now and call her every name in the book. And she got every right to turn around and slap me and down. And when the <laughs> cops come and we tell them what happened, they're going to arrest me <laughs> and take me just like, you stupid. Wow. You said what to her? Man, you're going to jail because <laughs> it just don't make sense. We want freedom of consequences to the words we want to say. And it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. And the problem is there's no wisdom and wisdom comes from God, God. not man, God. That's why in the Bible it says there seem, that there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is death. Because there's no wisdom. There's no God. There's no morals. There's no structure. And then we look at all this mess that's falling all around us with the abortion issues, all because we no longer care about God. We turned our back on him. And then we want to look at the mess that we've created and then ask him, why don't he fix it? And he said, I had it fixed. You just didn't listen. Okay, so that's another podcast, people. Uh, Tune in next week to see how I'm going to change my mind again. All right. uh, I'm David Walker. I'm Dennis Pixley. And I'm Hiltrude Walker, also known as BB. All right. God bless you all. We'll see you soon.